The System Save Me podcast shares how business owners navigate their way to success through processes, systems, and routines. Your host, Jordan Gill, is behind the scenes of top business owners who travel the world while earning six and seven figures a year. There's a method to the madness. It's called systems. So let's get down to business. Welcome to episode number 106, where we're going to be talking all about how to align your day-to-day actions with your vision. I'm super excited to share this interview with y'all because this business owner knows what he's talking about. Now, if this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a regular, fantastic. Either way, we'd love it if you left us a review on iTunes as we love hearing from our listeners. And if you don't want to miss out on the next episodes, be sure to subscribe or go to assistantsamy.com for show notes and freebies. Now let's get ready to hear from our guest. Hey, Matt, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Can't complain. So I'm really excited um, to talk about this system because it really um, bridges the gap between, again, day-to-day actions and that big vision, which um, a lot of my audience and a lot of my clients are big vision people. And so really bringing it back to, okay, how does that work day to day? I'm really excited to, to take notes and, and listen in. So, um, but first, before we get into that, I want you to share with my audience a couple of details about you and your business. Cool. Thank you. Awesome. Um, yeah. So a little bit about myself. Um, basically, I quit my job a year and a half ago to... Um, pursue my dream and all that good stuff and uh, I got started as a freelance web designer and meanwhile you know while I was hustling getting clients um, I was documenting that that journey um, through different hunger which at the time was a personal blog and and community Um, and then basically for the next 10 months just kind of hustled you know from project to project as a web designer and then at the beginning of this year uh, January 2017 I um, kind of hit a plateau where I could not grow a bigger income no matter how hard I tried. I was just burning out and spinning yeah. in circles, uh, trading time for money. And so I hired a business coach who um, really helped me with my systems thinking. Um, and his name's Ian Lubers, who, who we've yeah. met through uh, Robert mm. at Entrepreneur's Dinner. So um, homies there. But yeah. uh basically after hiring Ian and also implementing a a lot of other sort of transformational habits and daily routines um, that Ian shared with me as well as some others that I I created, um, my business just completely took off. You know, I I went from making a few thousand dollars per month to um, more than $20,000 per month uh, within like four months. Um, And really since then, I've had a lot of conversations with people which led to our most recent product launch that helps freelancers and basically consultants, small business owners that are on that time for money hamster wheel, um, yeah. create a sustainable business model. So, um, basically, that. yeah. So basically now where we're at is, um, I'm just building this media brand, this community, uh, called different hunger, which is designed for millennials that really want to make an impact in the world through entrepreneurship. Um, so, so yeah, it's been a hectic ride, but, um, slowly but surely figuring things out as we go. Exactly. I feel like if you aren't having a hectic ride in entrepreneurship, you're just lying. (laughs) Oh yeah. No, I mean, I I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I tell people all the time. (laughs) We're all just trial and error, trying things out, you know, figuring it out as we go. So, 
Um, so I'm super excited. So kind of describe um, your business before you maybe had your day-to-day actions really connect to your vision, like what that looked like, what that felt like. Um, mm. Go ahead and just kind of describe that. Yeah. So it was just kind of, um, at first it was just like, go, 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 like do, do whatever I can, like send out 20, 30, 40 Upwork proposals, send out oh, yeah. hundreds of Facebook messages per day. Um, you know, that was like the zero to one sort of transformation, trying to make my first dollars online. Right. Um, and then, you know, once that happens, then you get some clients, you start doing good work yeah. and then slowly but surely you start getting more referrals. Um, and then it becomes a little bit more tricky because you have to balance your client work and your projects, um, with growing, right? So you're most of the time after you get to that sort of max capacity, um, you have to somehow find time to get more clients. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like a never ending cycle that just sucks. (laughs) Um, you know, and it's also because I was a freelancer and I was relying primarily on projects, which are one-time, two-time payments, um, it was just kind of this endless cycle of like hustling and it drove me crazy, it drove me into debt and uh, Uh, you know, it's super stressful. So um, that was kind of what it was like before. Very reactive, um, which is, uh, you know, something that you don't want to be in. You want to be proactive and um, just a lot of working in the business and not on the business. No, yeah, totally, totally. So then kind of what finally drove you to be like, all right, this isn't working anymore. How do I actually create some uh, sustainability or some consistency? Or what was it that like just snapped and you were like, all right, we got to make a change? Yeah, well, you know, I I mean, I quit my job to build this sort of dream lifestyle and dream business because I realized how short life was and and how much Mm -hmm. I wanted to achieve my goals quickly so that I could have that freedom. Um, and so after about a year of doing the same thing over and over again and not seeing much results, I was just like, this is too long. Like I'm done with this bullshit. I'm asking people for, for a few hundred bucks for rent, you know, like, um, it was, it, it was just kind of a breaking point. And, um, you know, I saw other people implement and, and see the success. And I was like, all right, what's the difference between them and me? There's, there's just some, some knowledge or some information, some strategy that I'm missing. Um, yeah. and I need some outside perspectives to guide me and direct me. Right. Uh, totally. Yeah. So then kind of start to walk us through the steps that you took to, you know, again, see, you know, fill that gap of, okay, this is where I'm at. And I see other people doing what I'm thinking I'm going toward that vision. Um, and kind of just take us, take us through the steps. Yeah. So, Basically, um, you know, the easy sort of way to describe this is to say, okay, look, you know, do this step one, step two, step three, implement this strategy and, and, and make it happen. However, as many of us know, most people never achieve what they want to achieve because they don't lack the talent or the ability, but they lack the motivation. Um, mm-hmm. And they... Mm-hmm they're unable to tie this sort of change a transformation that they're looking to create to their daily actions so that every day working towards something much bigger than yourself. So really it's a, it's a mindset change that needs to happen. It needs to be like, okay, you know, I'm here. The identity of the person I am today is broke, stressed, frustrated, 
disappointed and yeah. the, person, uh, the identity of the person I want to become is not those things. The person right. has a stress-free lifestyle. They have a recurring income. They have stability and they are operating from a different place. And so basically it's about defining the difference between those two identities no. and um, basically rewiring your sort of thought patterns and belief systems um, and then aligning those to your day-to-day -day actions. And so basically mm -hmm. um, there's uh, an, an amazing resource that um, my business coach Ian shared with me yeah. um, that, that he had used in the past um, where you basically map out your sort of vision your mm -hmm. achievements that you you know are going to achieve in the next three years six years ten years yeah. um, and you're basically forecasting and predicting all of these amazing things that you're going to do as a result of what you're doing today um, mm -hmm. and so basically putting that into like a slide deck um, of, mm. like, of like my goals my vision you know mm. the achievements that I'm working to achieve as well as some mm. affirmations and some like vision yeah. boards that kind of stuff um, and then reviewing that first thing every single morning to mm -hmm. sort of prime my day and, and uh, like root my actions to that bigger vision. I love that. And then from there comes all the like strategies, right? And so like one of those, to give you an example, is yeah. um, auditing your time um, because a lot of people just don't have that visibility. And, you know, mm -hmm. if you're doing the same thing over and over and you're still not seeing results, you need to understand what you're doing so you can change that and get right. data for that right. um, and calculate accordingly. So basically, yeah. um, one habit that's just a complete game changer is uh, mm -hmm. called a daily value calculator. Um, and basically what that is, is if you're not, and if you're listening to this now and you don't, um, already track your time you have to I mean right do you use an app yeah toggle is really really simple okay yeah I use rescue time right um, or whatever else just because I want to know where I'm spending my time and where I need to cut it out <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. Rescue, rescue time is great because it's automated um, toggle is just like one click and then you have to enter in the task um, ah, gotcha yeah but basically do that for every task that you do and then after about two three weeks of doing this um, at the end of every day, as part of your end of day routine, you're going to review uh, all of the tasks that you did. You're going to insert them into a spreadsheet and you're going to assign actual um, hourly dollar amounts to each one of those tasks. Mm. So basically what this does is it trains you to become super self-aware of how you're spending your time. And uh, for example, you know, if I'm reading emails for 90 minutes a day, Right. That's a time suck because that's a super low, low value task. So there's, yeah. basically, there's basically four value buckets. Um, one would be $10. The next would be like $50. The next would be $250. And then the final one's $1,000. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. in a perfect world, right. um, you are spending as much time as possible in these super high value tasks. Doing this forces you to see where your time is going and where it should be going and what tasks you should get off your plate immediately. Um, yeah. And there's actually a formula uh, that mm. you can use to actually calculate the value um, of your day. Mm. Um, and so, for example, if you're trying to hit 10K a month, divide that by four weeks and then divide that by five days. And that gives you $500 a day so that, you know, every single day mm. your value is not reaching at least $500. 
then you're not doing something right. And so, oh, I like that. Yeah. And so basically that single exercise is a complete game changer. Um, and I have, um, I have a sort of process for this uh, on my website, um, differenthunger.com slash 10K guide. It kind of walks, walks you through this blueprint, this schedule, this exercise. Um, but yeah, that, that alone is a game changer because once you have, it's really less about the numbers. It's more about just the awareness of, right. of okay, you know, my time is limited as a business owner, as somebody trying to make an inc income, make an impact, everything that is not driving a lot of value in either creating more leverage, more time or money, um, I, I need to get that off my plate because every yeah. minute I spend checking my email or doing client revisions is many minutes that I could have saved by creating systems and structure and strategies uh, to grow. No, I think that's, that's super, super key. And, you know, understanding what are the low level tasks, versus the high level tasks, you know, I think of, you know, high level tasks for me are I, business development. So obviously finding new clients. Um, and then for me anyway, in my business right now is I'm also delivering on the clients, but right. other than that, I don't need to be doing it. So it's either yeah. software or somebody else. So right. social media, somebody else in my software calendar scheduling, that's the software, all these things that are lower level and just understanding yeah. the key things that only you can do in your business um, or that you want to do in your business and keeping those at that high thousand dollar mark. Um, exactly. super key. Um, so then with that, you know, um, once you kind of become aware of how you're spending your time and what your daily value is, then how do you go about, um, you know, for the lower level tasks, do you start with automation first? Do you start with delegation? Like how do you then start to get those little things off your plate? Yeah. So basically, um, you know, after a few days of doing this, you're going to be super clued in to what you're doing that you shouldn't be doing. Um, right. And so basically what you need to do is you need to replace yourself in those tasks. Mm -hmm. um, so for example, uh, like right now, and I should have done this a while ago, but like I'm creating a process to automate um, my email like processing. Uh-huh. To like go through and reply and like, you know, right. action accordingly. Yeah. Um, and so basically what you need to do is identify the task that you need to outsource. Then uh, you systemize it. So you create a step-by-step -step checklist to deliver on that task and then you delegate. So uh, systemize, delegate. And then after those two are done, then it's automated and it's off your plate. Right. Oh, totally. And I think a lot of people miss out on, for some reason people skip automation I found anyway. Um, and maybe it's because, you know, they aren't super techie. And so it is uh, a learning curve yeah. and whatever else. However, a lot of times, you know, in automating your inbox and stuff like that, I definitely have that where, mm. um, you know, I have canned responses that if there's keywords and if they are sent to a particular email address, then they get sent an automated response. Um, so if somebody is, says the words coffee chat, then automatically they get sent a response from, you know, team Colada and it says, Hey, you want to schedule a coffee chat? Great. Like here's the link for that. And you get to pick the coffee place that's close to you. And then it is what it is. And I only have so many spots for coffee chats each right, month right, right. that. Um, and I decide how many coffee chats I want to do, how many 
podcast interviews I want to do, how many uh, pre-sales calls I want to do, all of that stuff. So that way, you know, it also creates demand. So if, you know, they see I am done with coffee chats for like two, three months, they're like, oh my gosh, like she's super busy. Like what's the deal? They like want you even more. Yeah. So it's creating that demand. um, But it also just, it's boundaries. Like a lot of this stuff is boundaries with other people, but also with yourself and keeping Mm -hmm. yourself accountable. Um, so I don't know if there's any tips or tricks around email that you found recently. I'm always searching for that sort of stuff that you've done that has been really helpful in just keeping up with your inbox. Yeah. So I actually just write down, um, your suggestion for canned responses. I definitely want to put canned responses, um, for those, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm new with this, um, this email processing, Mm -hmm. um, system and I'm about to get my VA on that, um, this week. But, um, as far as, uh, tips, uh, it's, it's been helpful for me within like Gmail. You can, um, you can label your inboxes into Mm. basically like four sections. Um, so basically how I'm going to have it structured is the first section is like actions. Um, and then, you know, based on those actions, there's things that I need to do or that, someone else needs to do whatever. Um, and then there are, um, there's another one for like reports. So basically like automated reports, which, you know, after every day that my VA goes through, they're going to send me a report of, you know, a sort of, um, rundown of every, everything that came through, um, Mm -hmm. so that we can use that to continually improve the system. Mm. Um, and, and also that, that filters in, uh, stuff from like my operations guy, um, for my for my business so that I'm seeing like his daily reports and, and all that kind of stuff um, So basically actions reports and then um, like unread would just be like all of the new messages that I have to go through Or that my VA has to go through I have to get used to that, right? <laughs> I know it can be hard to let go of your inbox sometimes because it's like in, in coming up with the system of what they can just automatically respond to versus what you actually need to respond to and what that looks like. And there is some right. back and forth and learning that has to happen right. um, just as you bring anybody on your team. Um, but for some reason it can, it can feel like the inbox is a little, is a little strange. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> for a lot of, a lot of variables, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I'm going to share or ask a couple, um, of the the follow-up questions uh what was your best financial investment in business oh yeah i mean i it has to be hiring my coach ian um you know last year like pretty much most of what has happened since then um has been a result of you know his direction his guidance um and you know a lot of people get sort of skeptic or uh get what's the word suspicious yeah yeah, um, they get suspicious about coaches and all this stuff. But right. you know, like, uh, I mean, you get that in any industry, right? Like the right. the the shitty the shitty fake fake BS people uh, ruin it mm-hmm. for everyone else, and it creates that perspective. But that's why the good ones always come out on top, and oh yeah, they'll they'll be in business forever. Um, so yeah, it was definitely a coach. I mean, yeah. you know, it's really simple. It's like, you know, if, if you have a vision and you have a goal and you don't know how to get there and somebody else has already gotten there then right. just have them tell you exactly how to do it. I mean, yeah. um, you know, some, obviously it requires some financial investment. Yeah, um, but what, what else are you going to invest in if you're not going to invest in yourself? Right. Right. Um, I totally agree. So yeah, that would definitely be probably the, the best one. 
Yeah. So then what was your worst financial investment in business? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, let me think about it. Cause it's like, you know, I don't know. I'm always optimistic with every fuck up I make. Um, so I, mean, I guess lesson, what, yeah. what gave you the biggest lesson? <laughs> yeah. So I, I think it'd definitely be when I was working, um, when I was working my consulting job in New York city, um, I started a business with a 19 year old that I met on Craigslist. Um, oh. it was basically, I was looking for an intern. He replied to the ad. We got to chatting. He was like, Oh, I've been thinking about starting a digital agency. I was like, Oh, I've been freelancing, you know, that right. sounds cool. So let's do it. Um, and basically it took me, you know, five, six months to realize that he was just a lot of, a lot of bark and no bite, a lot of, you know, a lot of hot air. Um, and not a, bun a lot of execution. Um, so that was, you know, probably the most expensive and painful uh, learning lesson. But everything that has happened since then has been a result of those lessons. So, you know, there's no... Something away. Yeah, there's always something to, to take away that you can improve upon. Yeah, 100%. And partnerships can be really scary. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, and I feel like you always hear the horror stories um, and a lot of it is just, you know, managing expectations and, um, you know, having checks and balances and, and an exit strategy, honestly, um, at the very beginning, I've, I've found that most people who have had successful partnerships, um, had an exit strategy from jump. Um, so before anything could have even happened, um, and some people have had to execute it and some people haven't, and they, yeah. you know, are still going. Um, and so that's, something that I've definitely learned from other people's, you know, lessons yeah. of around partnerships. Mm -hmm. for sure. um, so where can people find you online to read more about you, to learn more about you, um, website, social media, wherever. Yeah. yeah so um, differenthunger.com is, is our website. Um, right now it's a little bit outdated by, but by the time that you see this, it should be sexy and updated. <laughs> 2.0. Yeah. Um, so yeah, differenthunger.com is sort of where we'll capture everything. And then if you want to connect with me personally, um, Facebook is, is great. Uh, Matt Cohn, M, or uh, I don't know how to spell my name, K-O-H-N. <laughs> um, and, and that's probably the best place to get a hold of me. Perfect. Yeah. So we'll have those links in the show notes too um, for easy access and whatnot. So thanks so much, Matt, for sharing your goodness with my peeps. And uh, I know people will, will take something away from it. Awesome. Thank you, Jordan, for having me. It was, it was a great chat with you. Thanks for listening to System Save Me. If you want to get the links to anything we talked about, go to systemsaveme.com. Have a wonderful week, and I'll see you on the next episode.